Welcome to the After Sessions podcast, episode eight. We are your hosts, Logan, Mary, and Jamie. All right. <laughs> Jamie, would you yes, sir. do the welcoming prayer for us? Absolutely. Let's pray together. Gracious God, we thank you uh, for another night that we can get together and have holy conversation. And we pray, God, that you would enter into the words we speak so that we can learn and we can grow from one another. God bless the time that we have together in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So you may have noticed we didn't do a podcast last week. We talked about it. We probably talked it up on the last podcast because it was Easter. But then it was Easter. It was Easter. (laughs) And we went, we were actually in Claremore, which was great. But then we would have to drive home and it was and it was a lot. He's a pastor for Easter, so it was just a lot. It was a lot. We are not that skilled yet. <laughs> it just and it was. It was. I mean, it was so nice to meet little the lady. Little she lady. was precious, absolutely precious. She's and what about that outpouring? I mean, I'm no. Uh, what about the outpouring of gifts? that people got on Amazon. That was overwhelming for me to even see you post that. I was like, wow, people came through for you guys. That was great. We got more even today. Yep. It is, it's Praise the Lord. blown my mind, but it makes me so uncomfortable because so many people ask, what do we need? What do we need? And yeah. like, truly we don't need anything. Like the first day my work really pulled through all, they posted in their neighborhood Facebook, Facebook groups and, by the next day, I had we had everything we could need for her, for her, but people still wanted to help, which makes me so uncomfortable because I'm like, you could get this if you wanted. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Like it just makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. But so many people. What have a blessing! Me. Well, thank you for letting people bless you guys. Yeah, and, you know I mean, that's kind yeah. of that makes people feel like they're part of your journey with you. Yeah, and we definitely learned that so many yeah. people want to do this and. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll just let them do it. Amen. And I mean, it's very useful, like formula. She's the only thing. It's so helpful. Diaper, like all of it's so necessary. And we're so grateful. It was unreal. So she is very blessed. That is for sure. Absolutely. Bitch, I don't even think anybody knows. We got a new kid. (laughs) 10 weeks now. She's now, yeah, she's now 10 weeks old. So. And she's adorable. She's pretty perfect. Absolutely. Every time. Yeah. He's wonderful. That's what we were talking about. We got we're a new thankful. Yes. Thanks for little D. Little D. Little D. Well, uh, let's let's get back to the podcast. Sorry. Let's, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I derailed that. Let's uh <laughs> let's do a overview. Jamie, we're in the second sure. of a new series, which is Back Talk. And which is yes. so convenient because we were just on crosstalk so now we're back talk so i wonder what the next talk series is going to be <laughs> yeah but, right <laughs> but we're in the second week of back talk and this week we're doing or i guess what the question was was what you're looking for statement was what you're looking for matters yeah. um, so jamie just give a brief overview on what back talk is going to be uh, sure. And what we're going to be diving into more on uh, this episode. And a little bit of last week. Okay, just a little bit of last week. So 
so, you know, as you, as the listeners know, we came out of a series called Crosstalk where we were talking about the last words of Jesus while he's on the cross being crucified. And last words are important. We kind of all agreed with that. We, uh, you know, we really got into some of the last things Jesus said. But then Jesus was also resurrected from the dead and walked the earth for another 40 days after he was risen from the dead before he ascended to the Father. And he said some really important things as a resurrected Jesus also. And so these are kind of like first words. And so back talk as in like the theme, I'm back and I have stuff to say. I have questions to ask. Mm -hmm. And so what we thought we'd do is just transition from last words to first words, because the first words of Jesus uh, as a resurrected Lord are just as important, if not more important than the things he said before he died, because he's got some, he's got some really uh, deep questions that he asks. And so that's what we've covered. Last week on Easter, uh, we found Mary standing outside of an empty tomb, and she was asked why she was crying three times. Uh, John says that she's crying at the empty tomb. Then the angels inside the tomb say, why are you crying? And then Jesus asks her, why are you crying? So we talked about what makes us weak, like what keeps us up at night? What causes our souls to weep? And then the good news of the resurrection is that our past is forgiven, our present is manageable, and our future is secure in Christ. And so there's really nothing to weep about because everything's kind of in its place with the resurrected Lord. And not only is it just a personal thing, but all of creation is being restored and redeemed. All of creation is being made new. Like it's so much bigger than just us personally, the resurrection is. And so we kind of talked about that and unpacked that a little bit. And then this week we went back to John chapter 20 with uh, starting with the 11th verse and we read through 16, which was the same group of verses we read last week, but Jesus asked another question. So he asked Mary back to back, why are you weeping? Which we covered last week. And then who are you looking for right after that? And so that's what we covered this week. And we kind of just talked about that. It's really, really important what it is that we're looking for, because oftentimes we're going to find whatever it is that we look at, we're looking for. We broke that down into like camp experiences. When you're reading scripture, you'll find if you're looking for something to make you feel good and just find a scripture that you can make mean whatever you need it to mean at the moment, you'll find that. But if you're wanting scripture to transform your life, and, you know, live by the instructions and teachings given, you'll find that too. And uh, it's just really important that we're looking for the right thing. And the point of today's message was that in the church, we hear the statement, Jesus is my Lord and Savior all the time, right? You guys have probably heard that. I'm sure our listeners have probably heard that statement. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy for us to say that Jesus is Savior because that requires nothing of us. It's just, it's faith. That's a gift that we're given. So it's easy for us to say Jesus is saved because we want to be saved. We want to have eternal life, but it's so hard or we're not necessarily looking for a Lord because a Lord means that we give up rule and kingship over our life. We surrender to the Lordship of Christ. And so when it comes to Jesus, what are you looking for? If you're looking for a genie to give you everything that you want and desire, you're not going to find that in Christ. 
But if you're looking for a Savior and Lord, that's what you'll find in Jesus because that's who he is. And so that's kind of where we went this week. It was really good. Last week, both weeks, I'm really excited for this series. The series lately have just been on point. My night. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, <laughs> last week's with Why Are You Weeping was just, it gave me this beautiful image of like Jesus looking down on us constantly. He's always mm. with us and he always sees us in our feelings, yeah. but he can also see our future. And he's That's like, right. So it just like, it just gives me this beautiful image, like makes me feel him a little bit more in with him saying, why are you weeping child? There's so much goodness ahead. You don't even know. And in that scenario was that Jesus is not something. Nobody stole him. It was, he came back to life and that's such goodness, but she didn't see that. She was just yeah. feeling her feelings. And I mean, that's how, that's how I am every day, all, <laughs> all the time. It's so hard for me to, to ha have my hope in that. But that is one, Easter. Easter is yeah. hope, the promise of all the hope. And, but I thought last week was really, really good. A good image of how the Lord is just, he has his promise for you and it's coming and you just have to keep going and keep searching. Which brings us to this week. What are we looking for? Yeah, no, it was a great segue. Um, I, I liked how you were talking th about this week um, when you're saying just like where whatever you're looking for, you're you're gonna find it, no matter where you are. If that is at camp or if it's in your room, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, and, and, and like what made me think, um, I guess like what reminded me of something was um, um, whenever Jesus is saying, what are you looking for? Or, um, you know, it kind of reminded me of like, we be looking towards earthly um, things. We should be looking towards. Um, Paradise. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, you know, Jesus. Um, and, and I think that it also goes into, you know, making him Lord and our savior, um, making him number one is important. Yeah. I think like, um, when we're searching or use, I feel like we're usually searching for quick fixes Yeah, and that's what the world can offer. The quick fix, the quick feel better, the quick, get over it, not get through it, mm -hmm. but you're not going to get through it without like divine in intervention from the Lord. Really? I mean, yeah, that's a good point. Like you can, you can escape yeah. through a video game or, you know, Twitter or TikTok, but that's, you're not going to get over it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I mean, that is, yeah, you can get away, but it's always there. You're always going to be missing something. You're never going to be actually fulfilled with all your quick fixes because the Lord isn't a quick fix. He's the long-term hmm. goal. He's the home. He's the paradise. So, hmm. I mean, I, I'm not good. That was good. That's just so, a real popular song that came out that I discussed today was by U2. 
and it was in 1987. And that's just my generation because the 80s, man, provided some great music. And in this song, the song is literally called I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. And this, you know, Bono goes through this just myriad of things that he's done looking for something. Now, he, didn't, he never says what it is. I have no idea what he was looking for. Uh, but I know he's looking for something. And I feel like, you know, with my life, uh, there was a time in my life I was a seeker. I was searching. I had no clue what I was looking for. Uh, but I was filling my life with everything that I thought was going to satisfy me, and it never did. I never found what I was looking for <laughs> until, like, I heard Jesus speak to me, and me and me and the Lord just connected. And at that moment, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is what I've been looking for. This, this provides me with joy and with hope. And, you know, it just, it's kind of like just been a snowball. Uh, from there, but uh, you know, so many people, well, Bill Blankenship, for instance, told me, uh, tell the seniors that are graduating, they'll find what they're looking for. They're going to find it. So you guys, you know, just being at OSU or Texas Tech, if you're looking for certain things in school, you'll find it. You can be looking for the parties. They're there. You're going to find them. You can look for Bible studies. They're there. You're going to find them. Like you, you will literally find what you're looking for. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with Jesus, that's not necessarily true because he's not always what we're looking for, because we're not looking for someone to take control of our life that we have to surrender to. That's yeah. not like that's not part of the American dream. And but, you know, if we're going to if we're going to be followers of Jesus, then we have to allow him to be Lord of our life. And so it just kind of all flowed together and connected with that song. I, I guess I heard that song on Spotify. Praise the Lord, because Spotify is where you can find after sessions. <laughs> but I found that song. It just came across my playlist on Spotify. And I was like, man, I wonder what that song is about. And it's literally about spiritual searching. And I, I thought, how cool is that? That's crazy. Yeah, I love the point you made with we all say the Lord is, he is my Lord and Savior. We all claim it. We all... Like we all say it all the time, but when you broke that down like yeah. that and you were like, easy, he's our savior. He yeah. saves us because that, that, that's our grace. That's the mercy that he gives us. So we are rewarded. And so we absolutely want that in our selfish human ways, like always, but then claim, not even necessarily claim, claiming him as Lord is easy. But like you said, following following him as if he's our lord is not they don't they don't go hand in hand for us but we say it together because that's our truth but we don't live that and that's that like slapped me across the face i was like what the heck? <laughs> me too that's true my goodness that was good that was really good yeah yeah jamie what are some ways that um we we could you know, help us make Jesus the Lord or, you know, what, how can we seek the Lord more and make him number one? Mm. You know, that's a great question. <laughs> you know, uh, Mary responded at the empty tomb when she heard the voice of Jesus. That's when she, when she finally had epiphany because she was there looking for a dead body. Mm -hmm. She was there looking for a corpse and she heard Jesus say her name. 
And when that's a familiar voice to her, she had relationship with Jesus, right? She followed him. She knew the master's voice. And when she heard her name spoken from the mouth of Christ, she knew who that was then. And it's because Jesus was Lord of her life, not just her savior, but she followed his teachings. She lived under the lordship and instruction of Jesus. Like she lived how Jesus lived after she encountered Christ. So for us, man, after we have that real true encounter with Jesus, then we have to do something that in America, like it's, we're told not to do from the moment we're born. Never surrender, never give up, never give in. And that's what it takes to make Jesus Lord. You have to give up. You have to surrender and bring your life under the control and lordship of Jesus. I mean, that means that you put Jesus on the throne of your life. You take yourself off. Now, Logan, I wish I could tell you there's some steps in doing that, but man, that is hard because there's still, I, I feel like I still have areas of my life where I push Jesus off the throne and put myself there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's other areas of my life. I'm like, okay, I can't even fathom being on the throne right now. Like I need Jesus right there. And so my, you know, my problem is put, pushing him off the throne mm-hmm. when he's on it. So I just have to get better at that. Like let him stay on the throne mm-hmm. in all situations and circumstances of my life. I think that goes for, I mean, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I feel like that's got to go for everybody. Like, well, I hope so because I feel <laughs> that, you know, <laughs> but I mean that I feel like if, if someone is truly at that point of like pure transformation, like, uh, this is who I am. I am his and that's it. And Mm -hmm. that's where they are. Like, I feel like that's near perfect. I feel like, I mean, right. I feel like if you've made it to that point where you don't have your human feelings, then you're turning into Jesus. You, you don't have, you know what I'm saying? Like how, how, how can someone fully let go like that all the time, 24 seven? That's so hard. It's tough. And I mean, like even month by month, it changes for me. (laughs) But like this month is already a good month. I mean, it started with Easter and it it started with Good Friday and just like the, 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 the pain and everything that went into that crucifixion and, and feeling that again and remembering that. And then the silence of Saturday and then Mm. the rejoicing of Sunday, that's the way to start my month. And so this is a good month where I really feel like he's leading me and I'm following. And, but next month is going to be a different month. (laughs) 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 Like how, is it possible? Is it, there you go. That's a question. Is it possible? That's a great question. Cricket, cricket. No, it can't be. (laughs) I feel like not until you're in. It's not, it's not possible without Jesus and the power of the spirit working in you. Yeah. And so, uh, 
I mean, I think everybody has their own battles with who's going to be Lord at what times and under what circumstances in their life. You know, mine are probably different than yours. I moved Jesus off the throne in my life at different times and different circumstances than you would. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm not saying that I'll ever get that right all the time, but I have this deep desire. You know, the Psalms say, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. So I have this desire mm-hmm. to just keep Jesus on, th- on the throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I just have to work at it. I mean, it's work. It's a, it's a spiritual work. It's work for sure. And I mean, we've touched on that before. Like yeah. this isn't a, you're saved and your hands are constantly up for the rest of your life and you're just praising. It is a full-time job and like you have to be actively pursuing that life. Yeah. Well, you're saved. No, oh, not, you're saved. that's not work. Yeah. Yep. That's not work on your, for, on your part. That's faith. Mm-hmm. That's a gift that God just hands you and says, Hey, my son died for you. Do you want this gift? Yeah. And you say, yes, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Come into my heart. I want that gift. That's nothing. That's not work. That's faith. Putting your life into the hands of Christ as Lord to where he reigns in your life. That's work. <laughs> that is work. For me, anyway, it's work. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. For who is it not work? That's what I'm saying here. <laughs> it just hurts my head. It's a lot, but I love how you 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 said, Jamie, where like it you gotta do things of what the world doesn't want you to do. You know, surrender, you know, totally just mm-hmm. give up everything and yeah. um that's didn't even like really even think about that. Like that's so crazy. You know what I thought of? Whenever you were speaking about um, quick fixes, I don't even remember what you said because I thought of this thought and then I drifted. The spaghetti. (laughs) I was thinking of our senior trip to St. Louis when we went to the zoo and he touched the penguin. And it just, it just, it just also gave me another, another beautiful example reminder of our quick fixes like our temptation can be so strong and we just need to pet the penguin that's right there that's pettable touchable who who can touch a penguin at any time nobody and so who wants to miss out on that opportunity you don't (laughs) and so you pet the penguin and then we get kicked out of the penguin exhibit kicked out of the exhibit (laughs) right in front of all my students and i was like i am an example of what not to do What were you looking for? Oh, that one up often. <laughs> it just that's, that's great. Because I mean, if you're looking for the bad things, you're gonna find them. Mm, yeah. Not that that was the terrible, terrible thing, but it's just there's always gonna be consequences, or it's not gonna really fulfill you. Yeah. You know, there, and if you think about life and knocking Jesus off the throne from time to time. There's going to be consequences. I've experienced those consequences too. Mm-hmm. When Jesus has not been on the throne and I've messed my life up or I've messed up that circumstance. Yeah. Because in that moment I decided, Hey, I don't need the Lord right now. I got control of this mm-hmm. and it didn't turn out well. 
I think the biggest thing that I've come to notice that leaves my life when I take control and take the reins is peace. I don't feel peace whenever I don't put the Lord first. Whenever mm. I start to take control and try to take over and I feel like, you know what, I, I'm so close to this. Let me just let me just wrap this up and try to get there rather than like rest in him and be patient. Mm. I lose my peace. I all of a sudden like I'm feeling harder feelings than I usually do. I'm feeling sadder. I'm feeling madder. I'm feeling more frustrated. I'm feeling all the negative feelings so much worse because my peace is gone. And I think that's the first thing I realized. And I'm like, I, I got to open my freaking Bible. I got to play my worship music. I've got to get it back together because my peace is gone. So then after my peace is gone, I lose my hope. And when I lose hope, it's just dark. When you lose hope, Logan suffers. He does. Oh my God. Said it, Jamie. No, and then, I mean, there was a month, probably, last semester, last fall, um, where I would go to work crying because of how terrible I am to him because he's just having to, like, feel all my feelings or I have to take it all out on him and I'll start it with, just so you know, this is where I'm at. I'm feeling this, so don't take anything personally. And then I throw everything at it. And then I slash him and all the things. And then I go to work crying because I'm so mean to him. And that's what happens whenever I try to take the reins and I push Lord off of the throne because I'm just so, I'm so hungry for what I want. And, but I try to quench it with, Quick fixes. Quick fixes. Yeah. And, and. Well, there's no quick fix to faith, is there? No, I just heard. It's one. a it's a marathon. It's like you got to be in for the long haul. Yeah, marathon for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I'm synopsis sorry. is just don't don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get mad at you. I get. Yes. Mad. Don't take That's things out. That's a great word, good. Logan. See, I which know what's in, happening. I know what's not happening. I know I'm terrible. I just can't stop. I'm like a burning. This is a great segue into next week's next week's message, which is which is don't be afraid, Logan. <laughs> don't be afraid. I'm not now. <laughs> I'm not now. Yeah. So let me tell you. So the next few weeks, this is what the messages are going to be entitled. These and these are things that e Jesus either said or asked after he rose from the dead before he ascended to the Father. So next week is don't be afraid. And then the following week is peace be with you. And then have you caught any fish? And then do you love me? And then go into the world. And then on Pentecost Sunday is the eighth week. And uh, Jesus tells his disciples to stay and wait. And he's telling them to wait on the Holy Spirit. And that's when the church is launched. And so that's kind of like where we're going over the next few weeks. It's going to be hard conversations. <laughs> that's going to be great. It's going to be great conversations. It's going to be so great. But then. And so May 9th, May 9th, we will have a guest speaker that's going to sub in for me. My kids are graduating from college on May 8th. And so I'm taking the ninth to kind of move them back home. 
And so uh, either Joe or Tim or somebody or Ray, I don't know if Ray's still teaching disciple class. If he does that, then he can't be in here. Uh, but we'll get somebody to come in and kind of talk about what they preached about that week because I won't be preaching on the on the 9th of May. I'll be moving my kids back. Cool. So that's the after session's first guest speaker. <laughs> that will be fun. That will be fun. We need to bring, we need to continuously bring on yeah. some guest speakers. And, yep. Especially because if y'all don't know, there's multiple preachers for this church. There's multiple little locations in the same town. And yep. um, so yeah, we have a, a pastor team. Yep. And they all bring a whole. So here's how this broke is if you're listening on, you know, on Spotify or Apple. So uh, our church has multiple campuses. We have a senior pastor who preaches at, at the central campus. We have uh, a part time uh, bivocational pastor who preaches on Saturday night at the South Campus. I am a full-time senior associate pastor, and I preach on Sunday mornings at the South Campus. And then we have uh, Tim, who is a part-time uh, local pastor, and he preaches on Thursday nights up here. But we also have another pastor that's part of our team that preaches at uh, the church in Adair. We have a pastor that preaches at the church in Big Cabin. And Tim also preaches in foil on Sunday mornings. So we have pastors going all over the place. And so our, our messages all kind of go the same direction. We use the same scripture, but we all kind of get there a different way. So bringing them in to be guest speakers will be wonderful. But you guys will have to watch whatever, yeah, you know, whichever one they're preaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That'll be fun. Yeah, Will. It'll mm. be a good series. I'm really excited. Really tough, good conversations. Necessary conversations. Those are the best. That's what we need. Mm. Only conversation. Yep. Faith-filled conversations. Absolutely. And that's how you build relationships. Mm. Yeah. That's Amen. being with people, even through the hard conversations. The withness. Withness. Can I get a witness? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. Jamie, do you have any other closing remarks before? No? Okay. No, I really missed you guys last week. I'm so I glad know. that I got to see you guys on Easter. I mean, it just blessed my whole soul. The church loved seeing you and, uh, you know, seeing your little lady. We just loved it. So thank you for coming up. And loved being there. Yep. Yeah. It was so good. To we always love coming back to Tulsa area. Yep. It's good to be home. Always. Mm. Now let me pull up um, the benediction. Just waiting on you. We've gotten a kid since then, so my camera roll has a lot more pictures <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Alrighty. The benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. I really Amen. have that memorized, but I'm just too scared once I'm like, say it now. You know? You're on the spot. I'm on the Live. spot. <laughs> Live. Yeah. Yep. All right. Say it now. No, then. Now. No. Later. Then. 
We missed it. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> that didn't land with me, did it? Didn't land. <laughs> I knew it didn't land with Mary just based on her face. So. Uh, okay. I knew it didn't land. Oh, my goodness. Till next time. Yep. Oh.